Hey everybody, this is the infamous Lost episode, um, wherein Matt's uh, mic didn't get turned on. So you end up uh, hearing Matt as if he's on the other side of a closed <laughs> door, like we locked him out of the the studio. Um, it, it does make for a challenge uh, in listening to the episode, but... I listened to it again, and I think it's worth releasing, so it's sort of a bonus episode this week. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get something out of it. We talk um, about therapy a lot, and for that reason alone, I think it's it's kind of enlightening and insightful and interesting and hopefully provides some, uh, some value. All right, thanks. The most startling novel of the decade, brought to the screen with uncompromising frankness, pulling no punches, knowing full well the storm it would cause for this is a relentless, terrifying tale of five lost days and nights, torn from a man's life, bearing his heart and soul. You just happen to walk in on this. Now, if you know what's good for you, you'll turn around and walk out again, and walk fast, and don't turn back. Down strange, forbidden byways, he wandered in search of his soul. J-Dog in the bush, and we're back. So we're coming off what has, has widely been acclaimed, uh, or at least narrowly acclaimed, as one of, if not the best period, episode period ever. Wow. Period. I didn't really um, know that. Yeah, people enjoyed it. Good. Um, I'm trying to remember what we talked about. Right, that was it. Right, don't do shrooms yep. and something. Uh, yeah, no, I, I remember. It was, a, it was it was it was a fun episode, um, but yeah, people liked it, responded well to it, and also uh, we're still do people enjoyed our um, recover rewind review episode. So we're we're working on uh, selecting our next piece of media. I think to to do that with. I know I just watched flight finally oh like, yeah i'm gonna save it save yeah it let's the, do it. if we once we if we do that yeah it's um, a really good movie so and uh so this is uh the next episode and and just a little uh housekeeping and i just want to give one shout out to to uh dj fm uh also uh my last stand who um you know whose music you hear at the beginning and end of every episode and i feel like i don't thank him enough but um that's good. It's good stuff. He's our, our musical benefactor. Yeah. So uh, this app. Yep. Um, Matt, Matt came in actually was talking about he was just at a, a different podcasting <laughs> session tonight a and different. a little bit different situation. And uh, that's where we're getting the idea that we might need to spice things up with some yeah. uh, morning zoo nicknames and yeah. stuff. So yeah. um, right and now. Some sound effects. He, right now we're going to be known as, I think, uh, Scooter, me. J Dog, Jeff, and the Boosh <laughs> is Mash. So, um, and um, 
And it might be fitting that I think we, we're talking about mm-hmm. uh, talking about therapy. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, what's, what's it called? Uh, just therapy. Like, yeah. uh, going to see the shrink. Yeah, you're going to see yeah. the shrink. Um, and uh, I have recently yep. begun, this, I just today went for the third time in three weeks, wow. um, seeing a therapist again. Okay. And just, uh, you know, I've, uh, you know, if anything, it's a, it's a, to, you know, it's like this whole new stage in my recovery mm-hmm. um, has, you know, broadened my horizons, opened my eyes. You know, I've, I've learned new things about myself, about others, about recovery. And, uh, you know, I realized there's just work that I want to do inside my own head that, um, you know, can't be done exclusively inside my head, right? Right. Um, I need to get it out, and it helps to have an impartial Mm -hmm. um, partner in that process. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and a pro, right, a pro. Someone (laughs) you're paying. Exactly. Not just, (laughs) hey, can I talk to you about something, buddy? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right. Um, So, yeah, something professional, I do pay. Um, and, you know, already three weeks in, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it, which is a weird way to, to think yeah. about it. But I, you know, maybe it's, maybe I am just a narcissist. Maybe I'm yeah. just too self-interested, but I do enjoy um, somebody being paid to have to listen to me talk about myself <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, which is, yeah, benefit of therapy, right? And it helps. Yeah. It just helps, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. I, I threw that out there as maybe something we could talk about. I don't yeah. know how much time it'll fill, but I like that. That's what, what did you, so what prompted you to call a therapist and get back into it? Is this someone you've seen before? Did something happen? No, no. Um, you, Decided that therapy was going to be a good thing. I, th- uh, it's not one thing specifically. It's, you know, like I, like I mentioned that I'm sort of in this, you know, this late phase mm-hmm. recovery, of recovery that where I'm just learning. I'm learning a lot about recovery, yeah. and you know, one of the elements we've talked about a lot in terms of my recovery. That I haven't has I haven't had fellowship to a large degree. You know, for a long time, Jeff was you know a, a, oh, was your lone fellow, my my lone fellow, and a, and a you know fantastic advisor and yep. answer any questions I might have. Um, and then you know we met Matt, and we're all sort of three amigos of mm-hmm. sobriety, and mm-hmm. um, but uh, and there are elements that I think I've worked on. I think I've done reasonably well over time. Um, but you know, like anything, you know, working, you know, physically, physically working out, it's easy to get out of the habit of whatever, going to the gym or running and taking care of your head, you know, um, is also just, you know, you can, you can lapse and you can get a little, whatever, flabby or whatever. Um, and I just feel like, um, I don't, I don't know that I have an easy answer for that. It's just, I felt like I... Needed work. Well, here's what here's how we put it. Actually, my, my, my therapist put it this way today. Is like, sort of unpack things, mm-hmm. take a look at them, mm-hmm. see if it's worth keeping, or basically say nice knowing you and get rid of it. Yep. Or okay, let's dust this off. You know, fix it up mm-hmm. and and keep it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's exactly it. That's what I'm there to do. There's like some baggage that I that I really genuinely um, had 
hoped, I'll say, I don't know if I really thought, otherwise I wouldn't be there, had had processed and, and moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized I haven't. Yep. And so I want to process and move on, yep. you know? Um, yep. I, I really... Um, I like the idea of just knowing myself really, really well. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, it, it's, it's, um, you know, I'm not, it's not an obsession or anything, but it's a, it's a, a healthy desire to be in really good mental shape. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I think it's funny what you're <clears throat> describing is, you know, in AA, they have the step six and seven. We all have these character defects and we all have things I think that you hope go away, but don't. And they kind of surprise you like, 10 years later, you're like, God, I'm still acting this way, or I'm still right. doing these... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. Um, so that's interesting. So do you, do you... Was there something specific, this this defect or this thing that came up, or is it just a general feeling of dissatisfaction, or what? Well, um, I think the, the broad... It's not, there's nothing... There's no one specific... Yeah. Um, One speci- very specific thing, but mm-hmm. it's a broad sense of um, there's a lot of being a, a, a parent that plays into it and sure. wanting to process one's childhood in the interest of being a better parent for one's child, right? Yep. yep. Um, and, uh, you know, that's. That's the core of it, to process sort of what's come before so that mm-hmm. I'm as the best person I can possibly be going forward mm-hmm. specifically for um, my daughter. Yeah, that's good. You know, and I think some of that, you know, different things, you know, certainly maybe, and, and uh, you know, and, and if from a, uh, to bring depression into it, you know, mm-hmm. there's definitely been a bit of a, a bit of a slide mm-hmm. dip, dip in there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm also going to take a look at what I'm taking and see if it's the right thing yeah. to be taking. But yep. I figured to do it, I wanted to have the balance of talk and medication, not just yeah. simply say, oh, I'm just going to change medication. the dose or yeah. the what I'm taking and yeah. let that be the end of it. I'm going to yeah. work on stuff. So, yeah. um, and that's that really is the core of it. It's like, it's the getting back in the mental gym doing you know getting a trainer essentially yeah, yeah. you know to to help me do that work which is a weird yeah. analogy because i'm not a gym workout guy i don't know why <laughs> i pick i pick the worst um uh yeah metaphors for my that's own funny. shit um so anyway that i mean that's yeah. the core of it is just i think it's interesting that when it's self-initiated yeah when you take it upon yourself to seek Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, I know that I've seen a number of shrinks mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. Some at my, how oh, very few. It, Someone's begging you. Delicious. Interesting. Right. <laughs> it's generally my employer yeah. asked me to see one yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Um, my parents, my spouse, and, you know, um, so I generally just went through emotions. Yeah. Hmm. Very little out of it because I put very little into it. Right. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I think the going and lying to a shrink is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, right? right? Well, yeah. You're paying them, right? And right. then you're gonna lie to them. Oh, and I. <laughs> um, yes. yes. So you went because it was something with your alcoholism or disease, right. not strictly that. And then, no. did they help at all with the alcoholism or disease, or did they? I started going when I was really young. When I was yeah. Seven. Wow. 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 Uh, I had all sorts of irrational fears. 
Hmm. As a kid, it's yeah. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. No, what? Uh, well, I should tell you right okay. now, Chris, my three Let's hear greatest fears were UFOs. Meh, seven years old. Uh, Pretty legit. Yep. Ancient Egypt. Didn't like the, uh, I, can, I can get with King that. Two Tom Common. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. And uh, teenagers. Because you don't, I don't like I, the looks of it. I'm still scared of teenagers. <laughs> Very legitimate. Those were the three things we're identified. That's yeah. funny. So anyway, That's because, crazy. yeah, when, yeah. You know, I started on medication pretty young. Yeah. Hmm. SSRI. Right. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, then, then I stopped going and kept taking meds for years. Hmm. Then when I, when my substance abuse problems really got out of control, um, uh, my family had an intervention. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started to see somebody mm-hmm. regularly and just lied my ass. Wow. Yeah. And it got absolutely nothing out of it. And, yeah. But, you know, you, you take that perverse pleasure. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I love, I love all the worlds we have constructed. Yeah. You yeah, know, absolutely. and we're we're drinking the seven different worlds. Yeah, but so. when I have gone out of a genuine mm-hmm. interest in getting to know myself better, yeah, yeah. And I'm a big believer in talk therapy. Yes, I, mean, I think it's one of the tenets of the program. Mm-hmm. Right. But AA, I think it's a tenet of recovery. Yeah. Is, is you know letting fly. Right. And as Jeff says, uh, you know, uh, losing faith will save your ass. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, I think it, just in recovery in general, I think I, I would support anyone who wants to go to therapy. I think re, AA and 12 steps, there, it can do a lot. And then there's just things that it can't. Or there's just right. issues that you just got to take care of. All kinds of issues from medication and mm-hmm. depression and whatever. I My personal issue that I have seen a therapist recently for, I recently did a 12-week stint about anger. And it was a, it was within the last six months. Oh. Uh, and that is my issue that I've carried with mm. me forever. Mm. Uh, before when I was drinking and have have been un, it just have really struggled with anger, mm-hmm. um, in a lot of different in a lot of different senses. And it's funny because in I still it's like it's it's almost something I feel addicted to because I st- when I'm in it I still justify my right to be angry. Mm. I still, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all those things and. So, but, and, but even, but even now I have such a better view of it because I'm, I don't fight whether I'm angry or not. I'm fully happy to admit that mm-hmm. this is a problem. I'm really going to go and work this thing. So the last thing I went to was really, really helpful to get everything back in perspective and understand. And it wasn't just trying to go back to your child and figure out why you're angry. This was a pretty practical, here's how mm. to get through the week and here's some really good tactical right. things to do. <laughs> Which was really good for me. So that uh, you know, so just in in the sense of here's this issue that I've had, it hasn't gone away, and I went to see a therapist, and that's a good thing, you know, to go mm-hmm. do that in recovery. Just I couldn't get rid of this thing, right. and I, and it's not something that you feel like, oh, I'm cured, right? But I feel like we have a much healthier perspective on the whole thing and what's important and what's not important, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, no. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I know. When you're talking yeah. like, oh, I got to get out of my head, I'm like, yes, you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad neighborhood. Yeah. So, um, teenagers. Teenagers. <laughs> UFOs. No, I think that's really interesting, Jeff. You hide it well. 
Yeah. That I'm not angry? Oh, good. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah. Anybody that doesn't... I I only know, I think, anecdotally. Yeah. A few little bits and bobs. Yeah. Legendary. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. No? Um... Yeah, but I mean, those are the ones you gotta watch. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah. No, I. I think it's great that you're doing it, Chris. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it right now. I'm mm. to begin doing it. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny in the recovery community there are people mm-hmm. that will tell you, Jeff. I know you. I'm sure you've encountered this. Mm-hmm. There's you don't need anything but the program. Right. And nothing frustrates me. Right. Yeah, that's tough. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. I I I love the perspective that some of my sponsors mentioned. Jeff, you just said it. There are mm-hmm. certain things that the recovery community can help us with. Yeah. Namely, right. Our substance issues. Yeah. But there are a lot of things that we just we're just not yeah. experts in. This isn't a Swiss Army. Right. No. You know, yeah. Yeah, and even if it, it might even be a good foundation for some of these things. But the reality is, I mean, nobody in it, unless they are, um, in AA is a professional. And there might be professional shrinks in AA, but you're not, you know, you're not seeing them in a professional capacity, right. or, even if they're your sponsor. Um, but uh, yeah, and I mean, that's the core of it too. It's like you know, again, in my sort of cobbled together recovery, you know, I think therapy to some degree also serves as a little bit of a sponsor you know i mean i I don't i don't know i imagine the discussions you have with a sponsor are the ones where you just are bare you you can be very open and very honest and just just Mm -hmm. speak your mind yes and um to someone that ideally is impartial right um so you know and that's what i was looking for just to be able to go to a quiet calm place and just you know have, and the funny thing is, talk about getting your money's worth. It's like I go in there, and today I'm just like I'm not. Everybody well knows, probably listening to this, I'm not the fastest talker. I certainly bumble my way mm-hmm. to getting to a point, but <laughs> I was just, I just, I'm going for it. I'm just like pouring it on. I'm like, do you need me to slow down? <laughs> She's like writing furiously. It's like because I can slow down, but uh, I'm like getting my money's worth. I'm That's like, good. And, and and then when I was three, yeah, all right. That's funny. So, is that what you're trying to figure out? Is stuff from your childhood? No, it's stuff from my life. We're, yeah. we're up to three. Okay. No, <laughs> no but no. <laughs> we do it a year. Uh, at, um, uh, we're doing it in real but, time. Yeah. <laughs> no, just you know, you know, any any to pull out any component. You know that, and mm-hmm. we're talking about sort of unpacking yeah. that feels like, or 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 you know, might be a, a, ma- a major. Um, you know, part of my, you know, who I am mm-hmm. that that's made me who I am. That mm-hmm. might be, I guess, you know, is it is it adversely affecting me? Am I still carrying it with mm-hmm. me in a mm-hmm. negative way? Do I apply it? And I, you know, but but ridding myself of those things that that I guess you know don't steer me towards my best self. Yeah. Um. You know, I just yeah yeah I just, just want to be. Um. Well, you know, when you get on this, you we when you get on this road, this road of recovery, whatever this journey is, 
at some point you have a lot of time invested in this thing. And if you're not getting, and I think we all sort of see people who have something that we want. And if we're not getting that, then you just constantly, I mean, we have a lot invested mm -hmm. in recovery. Right. With a lot of years and a lot of work and a lot of heartache and a lot of ups and downs. Right. And so at a certain point, it's like you want to keep keep tweaking or keep mm -hmm. learning or keep right. finding new ways to mm -hmm. to find serenity, find perspective, sure. whatever. So I think it's such an, a good, wise recovery choice if you're having trouble. I've known people that have gone back to treatment after 10 years right. of sobriety and are still sober and they didn't relapse to not, just right. to re-spark their program or just to re Excuse me. get back into it or, or start with a therapist or medication or any mm -hmm. of those things I think are incredibly valid on this journey, right? I mean, that's yeah. where we're all headed. Chris, you said it, you know, you're, you're seeking, it's about seeking one's best self. Right. And I think when we start in recovery, very few of us are seeking our best self. Right. right. Yeah. Just continue seeking yeah. our worst self. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. see the larger journey. Uh-uh. Right. Yep. And then once you're granted some clarity, mm -hmm. a little bit of distance, mm -hmm. you start to, you know, we've talked about this before, you start to get to know yourself. Right. In many cases, you start to like who you are. Yeah. Um, and then you want to keep polishing. Right. Polishing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and I think it's exactly that. I mean, and, you know, again, having entered this phase prompted by all the things I've gone to on past, you know, episodes to, to begin this clean and sober project. Um, it, it has sort of, you know, opened my eyes and my perspective, um, just about myself as well and where I'm at at this stage of my life and my recovery. And, you know, I have a daughter now and, and all these factors played in, have played into me realizing that, um, you know, maybe to use another clunky metaphor, it's like that, you know, when you're, when you, are active, you're basically, you're actively destroying the home you're living in. Like literally and figuratively, you know, you're destroying your body and you're mm -hmm. destroying your psyche and you sort of end up living, you know, living in a dump of you, you know, the, sh the shitty trash department of you. <laughs> and, um, and then, right. you know, re recovery is sort of, you know, getting a better apartment than yep. buying a house kind of thing. And you're, you're, yeah. that's improvement. Yeah. And at this point to you, to, really drive home this terrible metaphor and um i'm sort of at the point now Heaven, where nirvana come where on like going. i've taken on a second mortgage and i'm going to do some reno <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> on my sweet crib that's awesome um, i'm like you know i always wanted this a second crib right I'm flip this <laughs> right <laughs> right and then i'm gonna flip it right <laughs> <laughs> Flip it. <laughs> I'm gonna rent it to some college students and that's, retire. Yeah, um, I don't know what that means. Good. And the metaphor—that's kind of creepy. So, no. did you get a therapist who makes you do stuff? Do you have like homework to do? Do you have like practical things uh, to do? You reading a little bit of reading here okay. and there. Um, actually, what was really cool is uh, today she didn't know. Uh, you know what the extent of what what we did and didn't know we i did a podcast but um today she recommended a podcast to listen to which i was like right in my wheelhouse All listen right. to podcasts nonstop. What, what's the podcast oh, i'm gonna draw a blank i have to look it up yeah. I, I tried to commit to memory i was like trying to be like got it right here was right it? in the old lockbox <laughs> and i'm like and i'm like what was it called so i have to do some research and, okay. and google it but it was um yeah it was very much about um I'll look it up. I'll put it in the liner notes. Okay. I'm sorry, people. No worries. Um, yeah. So. Good. 
you know, a little bit of work here and there. And uh, well, Matt and I are going to be watching you to make sure you're improving each week. Yeah. Um, that you know, that's that's totally <laughs> cool because that's. Yeah, sure. Scorecard, like, God, Chris was really doing well today. Maybe we'll just get buzzers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, it's funny because I, in doing this with you guys for the past, I don't know, seven, six, seven weeks, something like that. Yeah. I've, you take on homework for, for this podcast as well. I have a tendency to go back in and learn about all the things I spoke about. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. In the past, you know, we've talked right. about some topics that I just was ignorant about. Yeah. Well, it, it sparked a, a curiosity in recovery in the broader right. sense. That, you know, get outside yourself. Mm-hmm. It's huge. I mean, it's been a huge part of this stage of my recovery is doing this. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that today. It's like you, you two, with AA and the fellowship, you go to meetings on a regular basis. It's, 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 you know, second nature, mm-hmm. for lack of a better way to put it, for you guys. This is what I do regularly, and I found myself in my, um, you know, anxious, introverted way. Wonder, you know, I, I get concerned that people want to do what I want to do, and not saying I'm like, and I had to have the fleeting thought today. I'm like, ah, oh, do they really want to do this? this is this a chore to come over? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, sure. Do you know those thoughts? Sure. Okay, um, yeah. those sort of self-sabotaging, weird, like nobody, you know. Yep. Yeah, I had a few of those today. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and then I thought, well, but you guys go to meetings all the time. You go do things like this. It's just I don't. You know, right. So to me, it's like I'd be the one sitting home. Oh, do I really want to go over and do that? You know, right. Do I, I want to get up out of my house? And you know, um, so I, I don't know what the point of that was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Just to see. Yeah, just to be like, hey, maybe Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But it's a very dangerous. Yes, I know. You yeah, can, yeah. That's, that's, but, but I, you know, I would say that doing this is as important to me currently as, as going to a Yeah. But I love the the insidiousness of what you were telling yourself today. Mm-hmm. Those those things are beyond. I don't want to go to a meeting. Those are like yeah. nobody likes me. Those are weird mm-hmm. ones that I don't know where those come from. And you wonder like, is that your disease truly mm-hmm. trying to keep you from a meeting, or is it just some weird neurosis that we all have? Or I'm not sure. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not worthy or something, right? Right. Yeah. And, and it's definitely a sensitivity. And sensitivity doesn't need, is, doesn't necessarily mean. And this isn't a defense mechanism yeah. for me, but it doesn't mean like wishy washy. You know, it doesn't mean. It just means your ner- you, you know, your nerves are exposed. Your 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 anxieties are are on high alert all the time about everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's part of the work I, I want to do too. Is yeah. like realize, you know. That those aren't you know that's me talking shit to myself yeah right um, so that happens all the time it's called being vulnerable man yeah sure did you say that like these guys feel sorry for me and that's why I'm at it yeah no that's funny I, 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 they just feel sorry for me 
Okay. Podcast listeners, the next time you hear will be three men holding each other and weeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. I think that... Yeah. 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 It's an odd thing, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like that we, we can tell ourselves these strange... Um, I don't know, these strange things that just aren't true, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what to say about it. It's just yeah. such a strange thing, the neuroses, the anxieties and all that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's, you know, some of it's, some of it is beyond our our conscious control. Some of it yeah. is chemical stuff. Yeah. There's stuff going on in yeah. your yeah. brain that do you, you... Do you think that's the stuff that created anxiety for you or do you think you're an easy... Because you've had social anxiety since I've known you. I've brain. had lots, yeah, anxiety yeah. just, yeah. And it's, is it from things like that, like telling yourself those sorts of things or is it just sort of this thing you have and you don't know where it comes from and it's just I don't know where it com- the core of it I don't know where it comes yeah, from I know there. it's I, I recognize completely it's irrational and okay. I um, but yeah I mean it's I, I think you know the 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 best anxieties are irrational you know it's like it's, that's the whole thing it's like the, those mm-hmm. ones that just crush you when you mm-hmm. don't want them to they mm-hmm. sabotage you mm-hmm. with mm-hmm all your best intentions, you know, to, you know, I can say, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to whatever, walk mm-hmm. up in front of these people and, and speak, yeah. but just, just, you know, yeah. Yeah. lay you low. It's yeah. funny. I, I, was, yeah. I think I talked on maybe a couple episodes ago about, um, mm-hmm. oh, we we're talking about doing the step nine because I, I had basically been a terrible best man at my yes. brother's wedding. Right. Well, yes. I've subsequently been the best man at a friend's, our friend, um, at uh, Tim, nobody knows him. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's Timmy. wedding. Okay, I, I was the best man at Tim's wedding, yeah. right? Yeah. Smaller wedding. Yeah. And again, you know, for I don't know. Since the moment he asked me, I'm just like in my head. I'm just like uh, petrified of this moment. Petrified when you have to speak. In some degree, honestly, right? like I, I've uh, you know, I, I actually yeah. told my shrink this. I'm ne- I've never been suicidal. I will yeah. never ever kill myself. Right. That doesn't mean I won't wish desperately for something to kill me. I won't wish desperately for a plane wow. to crash into wow. my house and just and to have that level of anxiety yeah. to yeah. just wish uh, whatever you'd get hit by a bus yeah. so you didn't have to go stand for five, you know 5 minutes yeah. and yeah. say something yeah. is just you know, I don't, you know, I'm, it sounds like I'm complaining. I mean, it, it's not awesome, but I'm not saying woe is me. I mean, yeah. but it's just because it's there. Like, and you know, I've, do that? I've had some, you know, I've tried I to, exp- yeah, and I've tried to explain it to somebody yeah. in that regard, a normie, an anxiety yeah. normie. Yeah. Like, well, Chris, everybody's, uh, everybody gets nervous when they talk to people. I'm like, you just, you have, it's the difference between getting nervous, and then there's this, and then there, it's this irrational thing that. Yeah. You are not in your own control anymore. Yeah. You're not. You're not in your rational mind anymore. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, so my point is, yeah, I was his best man, and I did all this research this time, and I was so relieved when I found out it's called. A, you know, people call it a best man speech. It's not a best man speech. It's right. a best man toast. Yeah. A toast is much shorter than a speech. Right. So, so, yeah. so, um, <laughs> so. Uh, you know, I, I figured that out, and I, mm-hmm. I spent some time crafting this thing, and that I mm-hmm. thought was manageable, and you know, it was time, and all the way, just I couldn't even, you know, I didn't enjoy one aspect of the thing. Right. I enjoyed the wedding. That's what I'm saying. Right. Personally, I'm all I'm thinking is about eventually I'm gonna get up there. Yeah. So I get up there, and again, it was like a little landing on a stairwell, but much smaller than my brother's, which was massive. Anyway, and uh, and I'm standing over the crowd, and I get ready to do my thing. I don't know if you remember this. Yes. And I was there. I know you were. Okay. Were you? Wasn't I? With yeah. Patty. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and every time I have to speak in front of people, my voice just starts quavering. Yeah, yeah. And I'm up there and I'm reading my thing and my voice is shaking, and I'm you know I'm looking down, mm-hmm. and all the signs of somebody who's crying. Mm-hmm. And Tim, Tim told me like he's saying that he like he's crying, yeah. Caddy's crying, like all these other people are crying. He goes and he goes and they came up to me and they said it was so touching. Yeah. Everybody thought I was crying. Right, it was right. just nerves. Yeah. And right. I'm done. I'm just like, woo, it's over. You know, I was like that. I was like huge relief. I was like, yeah. and I know that. I know that yeah. every time I speak in front of people, they think I'm like trying not to cry that's so or funny. something. And that just exacerbates. But that's the perfect it. time to do that, right? What cry to cry? No, add a toast to your best man. You get oh. a little overclumped. But anyway, everybody thought I was crying. That's funny. That. So everyone, that was a big. D- you started a big crying. Sorry thing. about that big <laughs> tangent into me not crying. Yeah. Um, but that's serious social anxiety. Yeah, and I don't know that. Yeah. Anyway, back to the therapy. That mm-hmm. talk therapy is going to necessarily help me with that. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, that's certainly one of the things that I want to get to the core of. Yeah. You know what the trigger is because that can't just or you know wh- where that comes from. Yeah. Um, not necessarily a trigger, but because mm-hmm. um, I can't. Well, what? Right. Right. You know, I, mean, yeah. I think we just we have these unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. of ourselves in these situations. Yeah. And there's almost nothing mm. for walking out of that gun. Right. Wow. I was not that was way worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah. I always take it out to the Yeah. That's true. What was the correct me up is you and our and uh John back in the day was trying to get me to go to places you just yeah, yeah. I remember there's two times and I remember it because to me it was such validation I'm like yes there are two events that you guys went to and like the next day you guys you're so glad you didn't go to that <laughs> I'm like I'm right I'm right <laughs> like it was horrible right. yeah. that's funny um, but uh, I knew life out there but, sucked <laughs> but yeah well good I'm glad you're in therapy so, yeah that's good um, and you know, so I put it out there and let people know that's what's yeah. going on. That yeah. you know, as with um, I think everything about recovery, about being a better you, about improving your life, um, you know, if that's the goal, there's no, um, there's no. I, I don't feel any shame about it or no. stigma attached no. to it, very no. frankly. Um, and uh, you know, and it's uh, well, yeah. And I mean, at the core of it all, it's a lot. I mean, as we we've seen. I've seen lots of people lots of years go out and drink again. And so you've right. got to get rid of all that shit. At some right. point, it catches up with you. It really does. Right. You're not going to run from that stuff. And at the end of the day, seeing, th- I mean, not that you're that close to taking a drink, but right. these are issues that you just got to get out, get out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, these right. are things you just got to deal with. Because um, if you don't, they will come back and bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny. But I wonder if there, a lot of those people who have 10 years in and go back out, there's got to be something that mm-hmm. haunted them so much. You know, because it wasn't staying sober on a day-to-day basis, but there was this mm-hmm. thing, this thing, right? And and at, at the core of those, whatever it was, right? Something that just wasn't dealt with or... Complacency or... or I don't know. Or yeah, maybe. Or, Boredom. You know, when I went back at, yeah. after like four and a half years... Okay. Right. Mm. You know what? Right. I mean, yeah. I was going through a rough time in my life. Yeah. Maybe I was just really insecure and I needed to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have those problems now. No. <laughs>
<laughs> Maybe it's just because yeah. I couldn't afford good Coke. Yeah. But I think some of it came from, you know, your life inevitably improves and mm-hmm. things get really good. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I like the idea of having a spark in your sobriety because I think you know, just like anything in life, you got to keep evolving. So I think therapy is a good way to do that, right? Well, it, you've been there for a long time, and it's like I need something, I need a little something. Yeah. Well, and the other started. part of it is, you know, how they say like the best time to look for uh, a job is while you have a job, yes. right? Yes, and it's sort of like the I, part of that thinking also went into the best time to yep. work on. Yeah, your psyche is well. It's reasonably doing all right, right? right Don't wait right. for it to like come crashing down around That's you right. and then say, "You know what? I better do something you about this." Right. right, right. So, yeah, that one. Okay. Well, thank you. So true. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Matt, are you endorsing looking for a mate while you're still married? I'm not married. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Matt's not married. We can set him up if anyone's out there. On a related note, mm-hmm. um, if anyone does, and I keep meaning to say this on the podcast, and okay. I keep forgetting. If anyone ever does want to share um, in any regard, if they have any suggestions on who might be good to talk to or mm-hmm. they think they might be good to talk to, please do get in touch. Or if you think you want to marry Matt, um, <laughs> get in touch. But, uh, you know, the email's on the website, uh, sensorightnow.com. So. Cool. <laughs> I know yeah, that you... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. So... Yeah, do we want to do you have another topic introduction? Or yeah, sure, if we want to talk, if we got more stuff to talk about, we want to keep talking about yeah, therapy. I, I, the only I thought this was sort of interesting um, tonight. It, this at the meeting, this guy opened up by thanking people, almost like an Academy Award thanking of really? all the people, right? Which is rare. I've never, I don't recall having that. And he was going back and and thanking all these people by name that over his sobriety had done this certain thing or said that thing or was truthful. And that got me thinking about those people that I owe that to, you know, that like my cousin who just was bluntly brutal about my disease when I Mm. did, no one was telling me about that to this guy when I was in Orlando, uh, who picked my ass up and from uh, just being on my bottom and got me to him, cleaned me up and his daughter and just all those types of people, this guy in the program on my last drunk, I'm buying a 12 pack walking out of the gas station. And this guy who I go to the meetings with is walking in and he looks at me and I'm like, like what do you even say? Right. I'm buying it for some friends. <laughs> and, and that moment I can crystal clear. Remember him saying, you know, when you're done, the seat's always open and we're right. You know, mm-hmm. don't worry. And it was just like, just this reassurance that, that I couldn't that I couldn't drink my way out of AA. Like they were going right. to be there no matter what. Right. And just remember. So it was just sort of an interesting 
you know, you talk about perspective, you talk about our stories, you talk about these moments, just to think back on those certain people that you that just played a role in your story. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, you know, and it's weird. So then the other flip side is, that's why you keep coming and keep doing this, because you have no idea if you're going to end up doing that with someone else's, because I can guarantee nobody in my story even remembers that. That's interesting. <laughs> right? Right. But And I'm sure I've said something at some point that oh, somebody's going to be like, oh, yeah. Right. That, yeah. that it was their party. I had yeah. no idea. And just whatever. So it's just an interesting, interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know how much you've helped me. Yeah. Right? Come on, brother. You know, you know how much you've helped me, but you've, well, you've helped us. <clears throat> right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I... You're a living proof of what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yes. <laughs> a visual aid. I wouldn't have failed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but failures helped others. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, kind well, of, your job was sort of the result of yeah. in some way of me not showing It up. was. So um, this is a good story. Matt, Matt was interviewing for the job I have now. Right. Matt, they called me to reference Matt. Mm. I gave him a glowing reference. They were all happy, mm. right? Yeah, they yeah. were ready. They were ready to pull a trigger on you. Mm-hmm. And then I and then and, <laughs> and, uh, wrote, yeah, and and uh, so the rest is history. Yeah, that's no, so I, funny. That's what happened. There are, but there are those people. Yeah, who are instrumental in this. You know, yeah. I mean, Mm-hmm. But if people don't carry hmm. the message, as you yeah. said, Jeff, yeah. somebody's yeah. going to have something yeah. you want. You know? Yeah, yeah. So people understand mm-hmm. me going in and out as many times as I have and seeing the same people mm-hmm. sitting in the same spots of meetings. And friends of mine like you guys who were, you know, just rocks, mm-hmm. still sober. It's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, they say, and I, I, I hate that you went through what you went through, but. You know, I, I am a, a believer in, not not in too crunchy a way, but, you know, everything's based on what came before it. So the joys that you have coming, you, you don't know what they are, but they're, they wouldn't have happened without the pain that came before it also, right? right? You know, which is just basically another iteration of, you know, the one, the one phrase that's true of every moment is this too shall pass, the joys and the, the agonies. Um, and, you know, the reality is, you know, we wouldn't be sitting here probably if it wasn't for, you know, to a large degree what you, what you went through. Bath salts. Well, yeah, well honestly, that's interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting sort of, that's a, to drill down. Yeah. <laughs> if the, uh, Isn't that funny? Um, yeah, and I, that's the truth, though. But, yeah, um, yeah you know, it's, um, you know, for whatever. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, prompt, it's prompted certainly uh, a a change in me for the better I think you know I don't know I it's only get stronger, yeah you know? and, mm-hmm. and being able to it's very easy to fall back on looking at what you've lost and bad decisions you made along mm-hmm. the way instead of uh, I don't know I don't know I just it is maintain yeah some modicum of gratitude mm-hmm. yeah Mm. do you feel that you like do you feel that you had to have every drink you took yeah yeah absolutely. right so yeah. there was no shortcuts right yeah yeah I mean, we're, we're all i think to yeah. some degree i know i certainly have a master of revisionist history mm. yeah you know, I yeah back on a time when my life was really really good on paper yeah and say oh you had it yeah the world on a street mm. yeah but i forget i was miserable yeah right. for some reason 
Right. That's awesome. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I used to, God, I called bullshit on that in my head every time. Mm-hmm. I needed every drink that day to get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You did. I believe it. I know. Yeah. I believe it. It's, uh, yeah. it's one of those annoying truisms. Mm-hmm. That so it's hard to regret that you didn't get sober earlier because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you just <sighs> didn't. Yeah. 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 It's, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason. And it just mm-hmm. took what it took, right? It's so strange. You're constantly, yeah, you, can't, you cannot change what's happened. Yeah. And, uh... and that's the core. That's, you know, sorry, to bring this back to therapy, that, that raises an interesting point, though, is I typically, I don't regret what's happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's what's happened. And like I said, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're going to build your joys and your agonies are going to be built on top of that. Yeah. Right? So, um, but that's part of it. Is I, but you can prevent doing things that that you in the future mm-hmm. that you might regret, right? Yeah. And I think um, you know that yeah. that's where I want to work on it is sort yeah. of mitigating yeah. those instances um, that um, have the potential for you know regret. And you know, to the same point, it's like I I should by all by all measures I should have been very happy like at the la- when we were all together at momentum mm-hmm. that I was the most miserable I've been in a long long time. Yes, yeah, sure. Um, you know. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure those sorts of, um, you know, behaviors don't come back. Yeah. And, and that thinking mm-hmm. pattern. Yeah. So I remember one time, and it really stuck home. You might, you might not even remember this. It might be one of those things. But you took me out to a Come to Jesus coffee because yeah. I was just such a miserable fuck. <laughs> and um, and uh, gave me a little bit of what for. And, and uh well, it just it stuck with me, yeah. like just that I was behaving like a little bitch. It took me a while. It took me a while <laughs> Did you to get past it at that moment. Oh no, I knew I was, but okay. it just I, nobody ever calls me on my, called me on yeah. my shit. Yeah, um, and that not to get away with a lot, you know. Yeah. And uh, you did, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I <laughs> Man, Jeff called me a bitch. Was it a, was it the same story? Yeah, I for Straighten him out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. That is funny. But but if you think about that and that that all of that stuff most of the things that caused that for you were mm. in your head. Oh yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, yeah. That's what's crazy about the yeah. whole thing. And I've oh, yeah. been there like yeah, that's where my anger comes from. Right. I have caused my own anger in my head. There's nothing for me to be angry about other than whatever my little story of the day mm-hmm. was. Right. Has worked me into an anger. Right, it's funny, and it's the same. You know, it's the same with you. Yeah, whatever Absolutely. that is. Whatever, whatever. It, it just mm-hmm. tr- it's re- does not exist in reality. Right. <laughs> right. So cra- and so I get therapy. Right. Oh. You gotta God. get in there. It's crazy. Big fan. <laughs> Big <Yeah>. fan. So. <laughs> Well, so that's interesting. So and you, you, so you've been recently. I'm going. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. yeah we're all we're all on board. And Matt's starting. I'm. Uh, When's when's your uh, when's your big thing coming up? Your big one year? You're closing in, I think, right? Uh, You're past nine months. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But talk about I mean, think about where you're at today. Yeah. That's you're good. You're in a good place. I'm in a really good place. Yeah. I have no complaints. Yeah. I really don't. And you know, and uh, it keeps getting better. Yeah. I think that's there's gonna be all sorts of fun things to unwrap in the future. Unpack. I like this. <laughs> like it's more of a surprise if you're unwrapping it. It's like a present. <laughs> um, surprise. Yeah. 
But, but if you were a visual aid for what not to, I think it's great to watch after 10 months. You've yeah. come a long way, mate. Well, right? Thanks, thanks. That's good. It doesn't, I mean, you get a lot back when you quit freaking drinking. Well, I really do. I really do. And I think that one of you know, it's interesting. I think that chronic relapsers yeah. oftentimes are people that bounce back quickly. Um, yeah. Because of yeah. what it takes to find one's bottom. Yeah. Interesting. That, that is interesting. So I, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't Yeah. Yeah, this one's been a better one, a better paced one, I think, right? Yeah. Well, because you're in Chicago for a long time. That yeah. 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 The shit they tell you to do. Right. Yeah. Broadcasted on multiple podcasting channels. Yeah. Weekly now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. That's good. All right. All right. So Peace out. Oh, no. Huh? Go to therapy. Everybody go to therapy. Yeah. Thumbs up. Three thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Be careful. <laughs>